Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 56, and I'm here with my good friend and faithful servant in the faith, Sasso Mendez. I was about to say wow, but uh, I remember Rebecca's words like, you always say wow. You always say wow. So I'm going to say it. <laughs> 56, I can't believe we've, that's a lot of episodes. It's a lot of episodes, bro. Um, but what a blessing, man. Here we are, 2024. We started this in uh, 2020, right? Yep, 2020. I think July, and, uh, August. Yeah. We released, I think, in August was our first ones because we did three in a row. Three in a row. And uh, so, man, what a blessing. Uh, we've been able to uh, keep the show going. And uh, hey, we have we even have some listeners out there. Hey. Yeah, I know. How, how about that? <laughs> besides my mom. That's amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Besides both our moms. Uh, before, you know? Yeah, both our moms. We have yeah. somebody else listening. I know my mom will, will text me tomorrow. I heard your episode, your your podcast, Mijo. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I praise God. We hit, oh, we hit, hit over 100,000. Was that last mm-hmm. time or was it? I don't remember if it, we had already hit it last time or not. We, we might have already had hit it. I don't know. We're we're definitely well over it. But uh, well, I was thinking stake forty four when we went and we hit a thousand. Yeah. You remember that? And I remember we hit ten thousand. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. you know, I wasn't. Um, and and you know, again, we've talked about this. It's it's not even uh, about the numbers. In fact, we really hadn't even been paying attention until recently, just because I, I've been getting these emails uh, that has these uh, you know statistics and reports or whatever. And actually, I thought it was, I thought it was a hoax, bro. So like, I I'm texting uh, or I'm I'm emailing uh, Andrew, the guy who does the the Christian podcast uh, community, and I'm like, hey, bro, um, th- these numbers are kind of weird. Like, is this legit? Like, w- is it or is this the whole community? Maybe like this is the numbers. Yeah, that's are- what I thought. Yeah. And uh, he he texts back or he emailed back, and he's like, no, man. He's like, uh, I I looked at your episodes. He's like, they add up. I'm like, really. So I took a look at the episodes. Sure enough, I'm like adding up like some of the episodes. And it's weird because it's, it's the older episodes that are getting hit right now. Um, Which is weird, right? <clears throat> I don't know. Well, I guess, you know, when you think about it, they've been, they've been out there longer. And okay. so, so maybe they're just getting some, some views, some, some listens. Uh, maybe, you know, maybe people are recommending it. I, I, I don't know. I really honestly don't know how, how God is spreading it. Um, all I know is, is I hope it's a blessing and I, I pray it's a blessing to others. Um, I know we had uh, recently... Uh, and I don't know if we're, if you want to mention her name or not, but you know, had sent you a text. Oh yeah. Aaron, I think she'd be okay with that. Yeah. And so, you know, that, what a blessing, you know, uh, yeah. she's been, she's been binging the show. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And I mean, um, and, and in yeah. counter to that, she's been a blessing, you know, to me and just like yeah. Heather, right. Just yeah. a blessing to hear how God's working in her life. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, amazing. she and she recently got saved, and yeah. so man, that's uh, that's Jeff and Mary, right? Yeah, uh, then, Jeff, Jeff and Mary Gracious, who started uh, yeah, minister, her. ministering to her. Yep, she said she was in that. She was getting, she was getting out of that rental house, right? Um, like two months or something mm-hmm. when she met Jeff, yeah. and God brought Jeff into her life, and here we are. It's pretty cool. That's the fruit. You know, shout out to uh, to my cousins, uh, uh, Mary, Debbie, and uh, and Irene too. Uh, I know you guys faithfully listen to the podcast, and so a uh, shout out for you guys. Thank you guys for uh, for being a blessing and listening, but um, also I hope it's a blessing to you as well, Amen. and so uh, thankful for that. Um, in fact, I was looking... Um, I was looking through our some of our donations over the past couple of years on the website, and I noticed uh, your cousin Cisco, man. He's, he's you know he was up in there with the camera fund. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Uh, so hey, there's shout, one that, that needs to, that needs to <laughs> contribute. So. He, he watches YouTube, so I'm not even going to say I'm not going to call him out. But uh, uh, anyway, thank you, Cisco, and uh, we'll give you a shout out too, man. So 
Um, and then cool. I release those to those new those people that sponsors get the the pre episode before it downloads. Yeah, they were faithful sponsors even for, even prior to the to the camera fund. Um, and I was looking actually last year we got we didn't we didn't get any um, any donations last year. I was looking through our records. Oh, uh, 2022 well, or 2023? Cisco was the only one. Oh, 2023? <clears throat> really? 2023, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, so I don't know. And part of it is I don't think we were... I, I we haven't pumped in a while. Yeah, I really haven't. And, and no. Which is fine. I, I mean, yeah. we and we still haven't bought the camera. We're, we're still... We still need a little bit more, I think, um, because I need to buy a camera plus a lens. And so we're, we're still kind of waiting on that. But whatever, it's fine. There's, there's no big rush right now. We're using the... The iPhone cinematic cinematic mode. So uh, and those are iPhone commercials. So you know, here we go. <laughs> it's we're in HD, bro. We're in 4K. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I got a work picture redone, you know, and I'm pretty. It's, it's I put like high definition quality for my, and I was like, ooh, let's scale it back. You know what I mean? It's one of that 480i. You see, like all the little ooh. like cells and. <laughs> That's bad, bro. The mocos, the the, the nose hairs, you know, it's not flattering. The blackheads, you know, it's not oh, good. Dude. It's not good. Yeah. You know, my team thought it was, you know, they're just being nice, though, you know, but yeah. It's, right. Well, the cameras are getting better, but at the same time, I'm like, you really don't need better. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If we're watching sports, it's fine, but my face, no. I need a filter. You know what I mean? Black and white. And then some girl said, uh, some girl on my team just like, hey, you can, there's these Facebook people that can Photoshop it and make you look like GQ. And I'm like, cool, give me their information. I said, my wife might leave me for that person. That's me. <laughs> you know, that's you know, that's made really good. So yeah. Well, bro, remember glamour shots back in the day? That was the the Photoshop back in the day, bro. I mean, you used to do glamour shots. You were like, you know, it would put you like in a glass or something, you know, and you had like three poses, like smiling different, you know, I don't know. Was in your- well, I had an ex-girlfriend like uh, Regina, and that's what she that's what she gave me. And that's it. You know, anybody asked to see my girlfriend, that's the picture I showed him, like the glamour shot, you know, because it was at the mall and it was a big deal. And, yeah. 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 I think my aunt, aunt got that done too. And I don't think I ever got glamour shots, bro. Did they allow guys in there? I don't know. I mean, it was different days back in those days. You know what I mean? I don't know. I remember, I just remember them, but I, I don't think I ever. I mean, it was at the mall and it was a big deal. Well, I'm from a one horse town, bro. My mall is Walmart. That was, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, there, was, there are no glamour shots there. But when it wasn't the 24 hour <laughs> one either. They closed at nine. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was uh, it was the old school Walmart, bro. Man, well, if you had to travel to go to Waterburger, then that tells you something. You know what I mean, bro? Not just travel, bro, but it was like almost a three hour drive because it was not just you know because you know the the next big city is Las Cruces, which is you know a couple hours. But you had to go to El Paso, bro, because I don't think we had one in Cruces yet. So we gotta, That's a pretty special trip. Yeah, bro. That's why Whataburger's special. And it was special. I mean, my pops would go there, buy buy some Christmas gifts for my moms, and on the way out, bro, we'd hit Whataburger. It was a treat. Loved it, man. I still love it. That's what I understand. Like, I never went there very much as a kid. I didn't so it was special. And now yeah. as an adult, you know, I mean, I haven't been there like in six weeks or so, which is a long time for me. That's all right, me. bro. Friday. But, Friday's uh, day, Friday? day after tomorrow. Uh, yeah. We, <laughs> is that where we're going Friday? That's where we're going, brother. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> I haven't been there in a while. I got a gift card for Christmas, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I did. Man. So I've almost Legit. fasted the whole day today, and then I just had dinner, and uh, Rebecca's on the diet, right? And so I was scared she's going to make some really, really healthy food, and I was really hungry, but she gave us some chips and ground beef, and yeah, it was, it was good. But anyway. Yeah, we had, uh, so last night we had a, a basketball game, and it was interesting because at halftime, you know, I'm looking at stats. I take stats with the iPad, and I'm looking at stats, and I noticed, I'm like, hey, you know, cool, that's cool. We only have seven turnovers. And uh, <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? I told the team, I go, hey. I'm going to challenge you guys. Hey, let's see if we can keep turnovers under 10. And then, wow. and then Bob, you know, Coach Bob, he's like, he's like, I'll tell you what. You keep them under 10, that means you only can get two turnovers in the second half, and I'll buy you guys dinner. 
So we 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 did it, bro. Wow. Or, or the team did it. I should impressive. say. Impressive. Yeah, man. He bought pizza for the whole team last night. Bro. You're gonna borrows or what? Dude, to borrows, man. Man, that's not even no lunch specials. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No wow. lunch specials, bro. It was straight up. You know, he's buying pizza pies, bro. So, uh, shout out to Bob, man. That's cool. Uh, yeah, that's uh, the pretty team, generous. The team was pretty pretty pumped up about that, you know. But you know, hey, it's all good. But borrows just you know, it's decent pizza, bro. It's not. I like it. I think it's good for what it is. You know. For the, yeah, for the price and what you get. I haven't had pizza there in a long time, but I've been spoiled with wings at a B-Dub. So, I, I mean, when I eat wings there, they're a little too saucy. You know, I like my wings light. Yeah. yeah. So, But my family doesn't like it like that, you know. I, I like the wings saucy. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I, I do like it, you know, well done and, or crunchy, you know. Or yeah, how, crispy. How, crispy. There you go. Uh, however we order them at, at B-Dub's. But, uh, yeah, I don't, mind, I don't mind the sauce. Sauce is good to me. I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, and borrows its lot, you know, it's swimming. Yeah, it's swimming in the sauce. Ducktails, you know what I mean? It's swimming they, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and they're okay. I mean, and they have both, you know, the traditional and um, boneless, which I, I like the traditional. They're thicker, though. They're bigger wings. Those chickens work out. You, know you think I mean? so? Oh, yeah. They're bigger. They're bigger. Big wings. It depends. I mean, sometimes at B-dubs, I get them, you know, and they're pretty decent size. I think maybe I get them too crispy and they crisp off the meat. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> they're yeah. all flocos. You know what I mean? It's all like, wow. It's all pure batter. Well, they've already hit their New Year's resolution like the first week of January <laughs> right here. You know, skinny wings. I'm like, man. Ooh, I want some meat on them. Yep, yep. Yeah. But they're, yeah, but they're good. Now. We went to Papa Do's uh, last night, which is, I was... It's crazy expensive. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Shut up. Um, but it's really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Have you been there before? Yes. Oh, man. Yes. I got the shrimp and grits. Ooh, amazing. I had, I believe I had halibut, but it was really good, man. And I like, I like seafood, though. You know what I mean? But it's like 41 bucks for shrimp oh, and grits. Wow. Just yeah. for that? Yeah. Wow. It was pretty amazing, though. I'm not a big grits kind of guy, man. It's a little too grainy or whatever. You don't like the corn and... <clears throat> It's just, I don't know. It's just the texture, I guess. I'm not. They put big chunks too. Some, like they didn't stir it correctly, but the big chunks, oh, so it was good. Really? Yeah. My dad got shrimp and they gave him, like, I don't even know. So was it, what kind of shrimp? Like, Chris, it was fried shrimp, fried crystal shrimp. fried shrimp. Oh, okay. But they gave him a plate of french fries that was massive. Wow. He couldn't even finish it. Wow. But we did have dessert. So, I mean, yeah, we'd save room. Yeah. Because we were talking about mom's birthday and so they gave her free um, cheesecake. Wow. Wow, very nice. But it was good. Yeah, we had a good time. And um, I mean, we went to, I took Matt's to Matt's. And, um, you know, they had the chorizo scramble there. Have you had the chorizo scramble? I've not had the chorizo scramble. I've had the, the chorizo uh, omelet. Super good. Wow. They use that uh, cheddar, not cheddar, it's the white cheese, whatever. Monterey? Maybe. And then it has jalapenos in there with chorizo and eggs. All with jalapeno. Up. Wow. Light, nice slices. It was a little bit spicy. of heat, but not too much. And a mm. tortilla. May have, to, may have to try that next time. I'm trying to talk Matt into pancakes, but he's pretty skinny, so he didn't. Yeah, he didn't oblige. <laughs> so, well, today we, uh, you know, Diane, she she likes chili, you know, and so uh, she calls it chili beans because we, you know, we do the the whole beans and and you know hamburger meat. But um, you know, so I have a recipe that I've I've kind of over the years just kind of I don't know dialed in so to speak. And so yeah, we threw it together today. She's like, it was better than Matt's. And I was like, wow, that's the a chili. compliment. That's yeah, a compliment. That is. That's bro. a high compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she likes the chili there. She's had it a couple times. I think Rebecca, she likes, yeah, Rebecca. That's all Rebecca gets. And uh, she's weird. <laughs> <laughs> at Matt's, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, she was like, man, it's, it was it was better than Matt's. I'm like, wow, bro. wow. Thank you, thank you for the compliment. Do you put that on a, a dog, hot dog, or no? 
Uh, you could, I suppose. Sounds pretty bomb. I don't see why you couldn't. In fact, doesn't uh, Whataburger has the uh, chili cheese uh, burger? I think they put Fritos on it. I think. Yeah, Fritos in the there's uh, the the cheddar jack cheese on not the slice but the all oh, right, right, right the loose right cheese. yeah like this the shredded yeah. yeah I had a free patty melt I didn't go I mean because I haven't gone in a while so I, I it's they keep trying to bring me back but yeah I usually just get the. The double meat water burger with green chili, you know, I'm just. But the Texas toast mm. is better than the brioche. The, the Texas toast was pretty bomb. The only problem is, is uh, to me it got a little too like it sat there for too thinned long in it, it. Yeah, it thinned out. Got a messy. Little, little soggy. Mm. Um, but it was good. It was tasty. You could taste the butter on the on the Texas toast. I don't know if it's butter, whatever it is, it tastes good. So know. you like that better than the brioche? Uh, one and two. You know, I mean, they could switch it up, but yeah. Okay. The you know. You know, William got me on that uh, brioche. Yeah. Yeah. Talking all crazy. But yeah, I like the Texas toast and and the toasted on both sides. You know what I mean? Ooh. It's pretty good. It's like having that, that uh, Cane's Texas toast. Mm. I love that Texas mm. toast at Cane's. Both man. sides, yeah. Yeah. We went there in Flagstaff because we couldn't find a place to to uh, to eat. <laughs> Everybody had like 50 minute wait, an hour wait. By the time we found a place, we could have just stayed at the one we went to. The very first one. Yeah. I was trying to talk Tory in the Texas Roadhouse, but he wasn't having it. Really? No, nope, he wanted canes. What? Yeah. Oh my. That was pain. He wanted canes. Wow. But he got a caniac, and it was like seventeen bucks. Bro, ribeye? Are you kidding me? Versus canes? I know. I, I like canes. Don't get me wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with canes, but yeah, ribeye. Rib, ribeye, bro. Oh, yeah, it's delicious. Man, and you're know. not and you're not paying. <laughs> I know. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> but the steak over there at Papados is fifty eight bucks. Wow. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's a little that's much. Crazy. That's what well, Roadhouse is like what thirty one bucks. Yeah, I remember when it was yeah. twenty four wow. ninety nine. Wow. Wow. Then we had some economic things happening in our Bionomics. country. Economics, and then we went up to uh, thirty one bucks. But it's still a good meal for thirty one bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Should we get into it, man? Let's get into it before people quit listening. All right. Yep. <laughs> For those of you, this is uh, minute number th- 13 and 30 <laughs> seconds. You can fast forward. I apologize. <laughs> uh, hey, before we get into the uh, the uh, content here, I just want to remind you guys to visit the website at AbundantLife.fm. You can check out all our show notes there. You can uh, see the videos because I do post the YouTube videos there as well. Uh, we got all of our show notes. We've got... Um, food recommendations for those of you that are here in the Valley uh, in Phoenix, Arizona. And we also have a new addition to the website, which is sermons. And I just posted a new sermon actually from Jim Van Gilder. And it was the, it was the message he preached when he was recently here on that Sunday before he did all of the, uh, the morning service, the morning service. Wow. I know that one was, I don't want to cry again. (laughs) That was a tough one. It was good. I was good. I haven't gone back to listen to it, but I plan on it. Um, but I know it was, it was, uh, you were here. Yeah. You were here for that. Yeah. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. No, his preaching really is his good. preaching is really is really good, man. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, it is, it really is. So if you get a chance, go check it out, abundantlife.fm, click on the sermons tab, and you can check out some of these uh some of our favorite sermons that we have been posting. And so with that, we're gonna get into our episode today, and we're gonna be talking about Hebrews twelve one and uh, running the race. And uh since it is the first of the year, this is kind of one of those episodes where uh we didn't necessarily want to do like uh you know New Year's resolution type thing, but since Hebrews twelve one talks about you know laying aside every weight, this is kind of what we're going to center around. So Sasso is going to kick us off with our keyword, which is weight for uh, Webster's eighteen twenty eight. All right, so so weight as defined by the uh, Noah Webster, uh, the quality of a, I'm sorry, the quantity of a body ascertained by the balance in a philosophical sense. That quality of bodies by which they tend towards the center of the earth in a line perpendicular to its surface. 
In short, weight is gravity, and the weight of a particular body is the amount of its gravity. Some, it's some for some, it's more than others, <laughs> or of the force with which it tends to the center. The weight of the body is in a direct proportion to the quantity of its matter. Mm. Um, and then it also says a ponderous mass, uh, something heavy. Um, and to get into that, Ben, so we're going to talk about uh, Hebrews 12, when it's been said, and um, start off here, it says, Wherefore, seeing we are also encompassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Um, and I know, I mean, if you're looking at watching on YouTube, you can't tell, but I do like to run. So my goal was 365 miles. I think I got 380. So I accomplished that goal. I didn't set no goals this year. I just ran one time so far. <laughs> I need to get back out there, but just things have been busy. Um, but we are running a race, right? This The Christian race, the Christian life is a race, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what the Apostle Paul talks about. And I thought of no better way than to kick off the new year. I mean, we've done a New Year's resolution episode I think it's very important to have goals in life, to to have desires or things you want to see accomplished, and more importantly, what you want to see God accomplish in you, right? And the things that He wants to to use in your life. Um, we were created with a purpose, right? God doesn't create us to occupy space, to work a job, but He did create us for His honor and His glory. Yes. Um, and as we run this race, like that's God's will for our life. Is there things in our life that are holding us back? So as we look at 2023. To, are there sins that we got encompassed about or we got weighted down with that we want to kind of get rid of as we go into 2024? Do you want to make a difference mm-hmm. in eternity? Yeah. I think of Jeff, right? Jeff and to think of Aaron and just, you know, how God's worked in her life and just, you know, and that's Jeff's fruit, right? That's something that he can, you know, God's honored him with that, with that fruit that he's given him. And, you know, what do, who do I want to see? And I often think of Brian, right? Who's the next Brian in our lives that's going to come yeah, yeah. that we can be a blessing to, you know, and unfortunately, Brian didn't make it to 2024. But yeah. I, th- I feel like even though we still had an impact in his life yeah, um, and he just chose a different path and the weight that he had carrying took his life, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, right, sin is death and sin will take all of our lives because that's what we're destined to do. So as we look at 2024, what are, you know, I'm, I'm challenging our listener, challenging myself, like what weight in my life do I need to get rid of? What changes do I need to make? What things do I need to say no to? And that's like I told you earlier, my internet went out, right? So usually, you know, 15 minutes in the massage chair, social media time. Yeah. I probably won't get into social media. I'll probably, you know, pick up a book. So, which mm. is, which is probably better than, you know, social media and our TVs are, are programmed on internet. So no internet, I don't have a TV either. So I'll probably go to bed early. So that, that could be a good thing. Go ahead. No, yeah. I, no, I, I, all I was going to say is, um, you know, one of the one of the things that uh, I've wanted to do um, is watch less TV because we got these, you know, these uh, internet TV things. And so, you know, we can, we can watch stuff. We can watch movies on demand and all of that stuff. And, um, you know, I love watching, watching a good ball game, but even, even last night, you know, or, or whenever, when was it, whenever the Monday. Suns played Monday, D- diabolical dude, I, I mean, I'm watching the Suns, and I'm just thinking to myself, what a waste of time. They're not yeah, doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not I'm pleasant. Like, this is, this is like not a good pastime for me right now, you know? And so, um, it's pretty cool. I've been meeting with Ivan, um, and, uh, there's this book that, uh, we, we're going to start going with Joel through it's a book and it's pretty cool. It's just, it's kind of a, <clears throat> you know, high level book on the Bible. Like, you know, what does the Bible cover? What is the, what are the main topics? Who are the main characters? What are, what is the main point of the Bible? That kind of stuff. It's a pretty cool book. 
Um, you know, it's stuff that I've probably learned over the years, but it's just kind of neat that it's all kind of compacted in this book. And, and since Joel is, you know, a new believer and, and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to disciple him. Um, it's just, it's good for me to go through that. And so I have picked it up. And so I've been reading a little bit more than I have been on social media or been on the TV. Um, that was one thing last year on, if I'm, if I'm honest, man, we were, we were watching a lot of TV, man. I mean, you know, Diane and I sit in the, in the bedroom and we we flip, flip on the TV and, you know, we'll find a, uh, Dateline. We watch a lot of Dateline, bro. It's either HGTV, you know, we're watching uh, whatever those shows are, you know, fixing up houses or whatever. I don't know. I can't remember, I can't remember the, the names of the, of the programs, but we watch that. We watch Dateline or we watch like a cop show like, you know, Blue Bloods or Chicago PD or something like that. And and honestly, there's <clears throat> there's a lot of better things I can do with my time, bro. And the same with what goes for for social media. Like I'm watching endless reels, you know, and I'm flip sit. I could sit there for thirty minutes easy, like it, like in in the time, time goes, goes by fast, so yeah. quick, you know. And some of them are funny. It's you know what, ninety percent of them are worthless. And there's some pretty good ones yeah. out there, you know. There's somebody sharing some scripture. I get a Paul Walker, or you know, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Vodi Vodi oh, Yeah. You know, and I get some good stuff. So there's some good, there's definitely some good content out there, but 90% of them are garbage. Like I'm watching some dude earlier and this, I don't know why I follow this one guy and he's just, he's just a goofy looking guy and he talks funny, but, but he's so funny. Like he'll, he'll lip sync to a song and it's just, it's hilarious. He's a funny looking dude and the way he does it, bro, it's, I have to show you one of these days. I, it's, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Yeah, I'll send it to you. But, but if I'm honest, man, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a waste of time. It really is. Uh, so this is definitely one of my goals, and, and and the reason I brought it up is just because you you were talking about TV, and I'm like, man, this is one of my uh, one of the things I want to to definitely work on. So, yeah, I mean, talking about running, I mean, there's a company called Garmin, and uh, I used to have a Garmin watch, and that's what the the, the their whole tagline is: better than yesterday, right? Mm. To be better, to be faster, to be yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and that's, I mean, just like, you know, preparing, I think Greg and I are going to go to the Grand Canyon again, Lord willing, in May. Wow, and, that's uh, quick, yeah, bro. it's crazy. And last time I really struggled to get out of the canyon. It was the worst physical experience I felt in a long time. Probably, for, for, you know, since I did a run with Cisco and I think I lost like 10% of my heart. Um, just sheer will pushing through that, and it, but I was miserable. But it was quicker, right? This is a more four-hour duration, so I mean, I felt miserable for four hours. And I know there's going to be some weight physically that I'm going to have to shed to to be better than I was in yeah. October. And as I look at 2024 and as we approach eternity, um, what are some things that in my life that I'm going to have to get rid of? And a lot of them are none of your business, you know, because um, it's <laughs> funny because Sharice's mom's like, well, what does Sasso struggle with? What addiction does he have? Like, oh, it was none of your business, you know. Um, but there's certain things that I can think about. And I wrote a devotional called Shedding Weight. And it was basically, you know, you know, as fighters get prepared for a fight, they want to weigh, they want to be in the top shape and they have to make weight. Yep. And we stand before God on judgment day, we're going to have to make weight too mm. uh, with this holiness, right? And how did we choose to live our life? Who is our standard? Who do we compare ourselves to? Yeah. Each other or to God, right? Who is our standard? Um, and I think of that and I'm like, wow, am I, if I were to die this year, am I ready physically and I'm like yeah probably not you know there's things that I have to get rid of and I think of people that say hey there's two or three things in life that I struggle with but I continue to struggle with like I'm okay with those two to three things I'm not you know what I used to be but I'm not willing to give up um you know some things in my life and I mean I was I've been in um Mark well I've been reading through the New Testament so my whole goal was to read through the Bible in a year and I made it through the Old Testament so that's all that's how far I got on that New Year's resolution I did the running part but not the, the Bible part <laughs> um, but and I'm trying to really Rebecca's kind of I've kind of learned from her to really 
meditate. And that's kind of what I'm working on in 2024 is meditating on God's word, taking mm-hmm. a passage, taking a verse. Um, and this year at work, they spend a lot of money into claims. And then there's a lot of pressure on us to produce results. And so it's been a lot of pressure. And then, you know, Rebecca's choosing to go into full-time ministry, quit her job. Um, so I'm, you know, the income of the house. So there's pressure like, okay, I can't mess this up because there's nothing else, right? Um, and I know God will take care of me, but there's just, and I think sometimes we, I put pressure on myself that's not even there. Um, but there is pressure to perform. You know, my team hasn't, you know, this year we've had a little rough start that we need to, you know, recover from. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, so, you know, all these things, so what, it, you know, if I don't watch what I think about, I'm thinking about that. And you get worried, you get concerned. And I got to quit doing that. Um, and so I'm thinking of verses to meditate on. Uh, like I told you, I got rid of the breathing, the CPAP, right? And I've had great sleep. Uh, I think the night before, yesterday I didn't have so great because I think I drank too much caffeine. Bro, I probably put away, they had to make more tea at Papa Do's. <laughs> That's how much tea <laughs> we were drinking. So, and I think just, the caffeine kept me up. But I mean, lately just had a good sleep, just meditating on, you know, um, just the things of, the, you know, a Bible verse or a passage or... And I thought about this, so in thinking of the weight, uh, I think I look at Mark 9, um, we'll just go Mark 9, 41 through, let's say, 48, and it says, For whatsoever shall give you, who, for whosoever shall give you a cup of water, my drink in my name, because you belong to Christ, verily I say unto you, he shall not lose his reward. And whosoever shall offend one of these little ones that believe in me, it is better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and he were cast into the sea. And I, th- and if, you know, and I thought about that part where we're trying to not, you know, to get off track too much, but we're trying to make pedophilia and, um, they call it minor attractiveness. Um, we're trying to make these things into accepted beliefs and concepts. And the Bible says, like, if you were to offend the little ones of these, I believe in him, you know, it's better that a millstone be hanged around your neck. Um, and yeah. the world may, you know, say that that's natural, but it, you know, that's, that goes against what God would have, right? It's, it's not, it's not good. Right. And these are the verses I really want to, you know, focus on is, and if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed than having two hands to go into hell and to the fire that shall never be quenched, mm. where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into halt into life than having two feet are to be paralyzed than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And if that eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into how fire, where the worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. And, you know, just what he's basically saying is like, hey, it's better to go, not that he's telling you to pluck your eye out, but if you did lose your eye and went to heaven, it's better than going with all your body parts that, that cause you to, that you use to sin into, into how fire. Um, and I go to Matthew Henry. I have Matthew Henry commentary that I read in the morning as well with, 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 with the scripture. Um, and he just said, surely it is beyond compare, compare better to undergo all possible pain, hardship, and self-denial here and to be happy forever hereafter than to enjoy all kinds of worldly pleasure for a season and to be miserable forever. Like the sacrifices, we must be salted with salt. Our corrupt affections must be subdued and mortified by the Holy Spirit. Amen. I think those those verses are kind of, um, <clears throat> in a sense, grotesque, but I think they're meant mm-hmm. to be. It's supposed to give a shock value, and I think that that's that should um, it should encourage us or motivate us to um, to cut off sin. I mean, that's the point. 
and yeah, cutting it, you know, pulling your eye out or chopping off your arm or, you know, your foot casting it, you know, we're, we're supposed to cut off our sin. We're supposed to be holy for he is holy. And it's, it's one of those things, like you said, I think we're, we're good when we get saved and, you know, the Lord does, you know, um, you know, help us to remove some of that stuff. A lot of stuff. I mean, there were things that I, you know, when I got saved, I, I immediately stopped drinking. I used to drink and, uh, socially smoke and that kind of thing. And, and the Lord immediately took those things away. I didn't, I just didn't crave it. I don't know how to explain it, but it just, he took away the, the, uh, the cursing. I used to, man, I used to, I sound like a sailor, you know, curse like a sailor. And, uh, he, he took the language away and, um, I'm very thankful for that, but there's other things he didn't, which is, which I've had to struggle with over the years. But, um, I think those, those are the things, those are the, uh, the besetting sins, you know, um, you know, the, the scripture does talk about, um, it's his casting aside all hindrances. And I'm, I've always wondered what that, I, I don't know what you, your take is on the, on the, the hindrances. And then it talks about, and, and sin, um, because, you know, I, I think Paul is alluding to these runners back in the day where they used to, I think they used to strip naked. Yeah. There was no Nikes. <clears throat> no, no. Uh, <laughs> what do they call them? Bibs. <laughs> they had no, no bibs. <laughs> no loincloths. No, no loincloths. Yeah. And I think they used to, they used to kind of uh, strip naked and they would run, but they would, they didn't want anything hindering their, I don't know. Like I know there's runners today. They'll shave their legs even because they, there's resistance with little hairs. I don't know. I mean, I like swimmers. Yeah. <clears throat> hardcore. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I don't know what your cake is on the, on the, on the hindrances. Obviously sin is a sin to sin and there's besetting sin, obviously, uh, sins that, you know, are, are constant in your life and, and kind of that thorn in the side type of deal. But I don't know. What, are, what is your take on that? I mean, I think of thinking of hindrances as sometimes those, those are things that are not necessarily wrong per se, but they, they're not sin, but they keep us from God. Um, like the Suns games, right? I mean, I have half a season, you know, it's funny. I think my dad, I don't think my dad and I have, we've gone to like one game this year together. Um, just because they haven't fallen on perfect dates, and maybe that's a hindrance for me doing what something else I could be doing or something like that. And it's not bad, but it's hindering me from spending time with God or mm. whatever it is, like social media at night or mm. whatever. Maybe necessarily not bad per se, but it's hindering. It's a hindrance in my life, and sin obviously is a hindrance in our life, right? Because it keeps us with, out of fellowship yeah. with God. Um, and I, I've heard people say just, I mean, which I mean, I agree with, like, you know, Satan uses the worm that most attracts us. Um, he doesn't, there's sins in that I'm not attracted to, uh, but there's a lot of sins that, yeah, that I like. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, that are tasty to me. And so I had, I had a couple of verses down for, for, you know, for, you know, putting aside these hindrances. Um, one of them, it's, it's a verse that I had, <clears throat> I think it was, uh, maybe a year ago, I think it was 2023. Um, it was just a verse that the Lord had set on my heart, and it's interesting. It's Romans uh, twelve two, which says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. By test, by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and and perfect." And it's it's that do not be conformed to this world. Um, and I think there's just a lot of attractions in this world where we're just attracted to things of this world. Um, and it, like you said, it might not even necessarily be sinful and. Uh, in general, but it could become an idol. It could become, you know, something. It could be, you know, the the entertainment, or it could be the the social media, or whatever it could be. Um, but we're told not to be conformed to this world. And the other thing that I was thinking about as we were putting this podcast together um, is a is a prayer that we should be uh, praying, and it's a prayer that we find in Psalm one thirty nine twenty three through twenty four. It says, "Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there any be grievous, and see if there be any grievous way in me, and lead me." in the way everlasting. And I think we should be praying this prayer 
Um, oftentimes, pastor will quote this when we do the Lord's table. Um, you know, he'll tell us, you know, we need to observe our, our ourselves and, and um, you know, we can confess our sin and, and be made right so that we can uh, receive the Lord's table that night. But I think this is a prayer that we should be praying on a daily basis. We should be praying uh, for God to make my sin transparent and, and apparent to me so that I can confess it, so that I, I know what my sin is. Um, because I think there's maybe some sins that we, we do that we don't necessarily um, recognize immediately. I know there's times where, I, you know, I, I probably say something and it maybe comes off a bad way to Diane, you know, and I didn't really catch it, you know, but later on, it's like, I, I really need the Holy Spirit to convict me of that sin so that I can make it right with her and with God. So, well, and when, as you say that I was, uh, so I was going over a call with one of my employees today in our one-on-one and, um, what I do is I, we have expectations of what calls should sound like. And so I play one of their calls and we go over expectations once a month. So we calibrate and we're all on the same page and here's my expectations of you. And this is what I feel like you could have done better. And uh, she asked the member like, Hey, what is your login pin ID? And he's like, I don't think I've ever set that up before. And he's, she's like, she said, and then in response to him, she said, Oh yeah, yes, you have. And she think she didn't think anything of it. And I said, as you, she goes, well, I, he, we, we, you know, we had a rapport. I go, I get that, but you're accusing him of doing something that he's told you he doesn't think he's done, whether it's true or not. I said to me, the way I would approach it is just to say, you know, oh, I'm sorry, I, I thought you would have done that, you know, if you've ever logged in. But if not, you know, we can try something else. Um, but to call him out on that, yeah. And she didn't even get it, and then she heard it again, and she's like, yeah, that does sound really bad. I think that's what you're saying. I mean, there's sins of omission that we don't even know that we do, and we offend people, not even yeah. meaning to offend. And I do plenty yeah. of offending on purpose, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then there's some just accidentally that yeah. happens. Yeah. And um, I think what I've learned in my marriage um, that's really helped me that, you know, kind of to be honest, Rebecca's kind of taught me is to give people the benefit of the doubt in life, where I was the hardest judge on people. Um, and that's what I said. If we were to be friends before, we probably wouldn't have lasted, you know, at this point. Because uh, I had to grow, and to just say, okay, did you know? Would Ben really mean that, or would he? Would he? If he said that, and I mistook it, I mean, would he? Would he say that in a bad way? I'm like, you know what? No, judging somebody on, right, you know, the, right. the you know the the duration of their character instead of a singular moment or phrase, right, right. or maybe you know you've had a bad day, maybe you're angry, or there's a, something going on in your life that I'm not aware of, and here I am feeling sorry for myself because I took something the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, I think there's things that we do, um, the sins of omission. And I think of the Lord's supper when pastor has it, he doesn't give us enough time, bro. He, he doesn't have a lot of sin maybe in his life. He can do 45 seconds. I need like five minutes to get right before we do the Lord's yeah. supper. You yeah. know? No so doubt. I have to prepare no Saturday doubt. night to get ready because yeah. he don't give me enough time on Sunday morning. Right. I need more time. Right. And it should be a daily thing, right? I mean, we Absolutely. should, we should be confessing daily. We should be making our account short. I mean, because we don't know when the Lord's coming back and, you know, we, I, I want to be right when he comes back. I don't want to, I don't want to have sin in my life if, if, if possible, um, when he comes back, you know, that moment when he comes back. Um, and that's what I was saying with, you know, the lady, I think I said this before, the lady that in our church that lost, you know, she had the baby and, um, bled out pretty much. And so the baby and her both died. And mm. a Sunday before she had sang nothing between me and the savior. And they played that song at her funeral of her singing and people just broke down everywhere, right? Wow. And it made me think, like, that song, as she sang that, she had no idea right. that she'd be in a casket a week and a half later in front of the church. Mm. Wow. And that thought of nothing between me and the Savior, right, to have a clean slate. Mm-hmm. 
um, and it's funny because a lady at work, uh, one of my employees just said, like, I can't believe that you can, you fall asleep in five, six minutes. You know, you must have a pretty clean, clean life. And I'm like, I don't know about all that. But I do know at times when I can sleep sometimes that God brings sin mm-hmm. into into my thoughts to say, you know, you, you need to make this right. Right, right. So, and I'm grateful for that, even though I have a hard time sleeping, you know, thinking <laughs> of those things. Right, right. Well, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation. Are you looking to apply God's truth in a practical way to your everyday life? Stay in the Fight is a weekday devotional written by Sasso Mendez. This short three-minute read looks at a verse of scripture and applies it to life in a very real and transparent way. Sasa's blog-style writing is humorous, relatable, and a great way to align your thoughts with God's Word. Visit stayinthefight.online and subscribe to get notified by email when it releases each weekday. Stay in the Fight is a great way to keep God in your focus, and it's easy to share with others. That's stayinthefight.online. And we're back. And uh, so I think we're, we're going to uh, delve into uh, the book of Romans now. So. Yes, sir. Romans 6. I mean, Romans can be kind of difficult because Paul is, you know, he's a great writer and yeah. very thoughtful in his word choices. Um, and he does very long sentences, too. <laughs> he does. He has a lot of things. He's definitely a, a lawyer here. Uh, yeah. It says, Romans yeah. 6, 1, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? And then if we drop down here in verse 6, it says, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. So when he died, he died for all the sins of the world, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Mm. So, I mean, freedom allows, we do this a lot too, right? That we are dead to sin. We no longer have to serve that master, even though many times we pick up those besetting things in our life that kind of become our pet sins, right? That become things that we're comfortable with, um, things that we enjoy, right? Sin is enjoyable or else we wouldn't do it. Right. Um, But often we don't see the consequences of that sin down the road. And I think what I've seen in my 47 years of life is just the ugliness of sin, and we've seen it in our church, right, where families have been broken, um, people have been hurt, um, just different things that have happened because of sinful choices, right? And even in our own lives, even my own life, I can look back and see the consequences I suffered because of the ugliness of the sin in my own life. Mm, yeah. And, you know, how God must see my sin um, where he can't even. And I was, I've been reading and just kind of meditating on this thought when Jesus was in the garden, right, and he was... He was grieved, like he, he, you know, the the great drops of blood that he was sweating when he was, you know, about to face the cross, and he was grieved about sin that he would be separated from the Father, and how easily we sin, and not and we're not even grieved over our own sin, right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy for me to mm-hmm. sin, and I don't even I'm not grieved about it. You don't even bat an eye. And here <laughs> Jesus yeah. died for it and was grieved over the sin I committed. Mm-hmm. And, I'm ashamed, right? I mean, it's shameful to think of that that way, but that's it's true. That I take pleasure in something that grieved him mm. to the very core. Yeah, what a what a thought, right? I mean, we don't we don't bat an eye. We just we sin and we like it. We deal and yeah, we'll we'll confess it later, right? But that's what Paul said. He said, "Heaven forbid." I mean, we we shouldn't continue in sin. Um, we should cast off the old man, right? Um, and it's, you know, and I was thinking through this through the verse. Uh, from Hebrews 12, 1, and, you know, the, the, the race, it requires, you know, requires faith, it requires commitment, discipline, 
patience, stamina, endurance. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting because that that verse um, says wherefore. So it's like a continuation of of chapter eleven. In chapter eleven, we have the the hall of faith. We have all of these names. Um, the world was not worthy of these men of God. No. He says, yeah. <laughs> well, and, wow. And, and these and these men were they were sinners too, though, right? I mean, you have, you know, you talk about there's Abraham, you know, there, you know, he had a, uh, well, it's not an affair, but he, he slept with his wife's maiden, I guess you could mm-hmm. say, right. And to be, to continue his bloodline, but that wasn't God's plan, you know, and what but, do we have now? But what's that? What do, you know, with that, with that race, right? Right. You have the Palestinians and you have the Jews and they're fighting because of right. the sin. Right. Right. We have Hamas, and yeah, there you go. There's there's Hamas. They feel like, hey, we're the ones that... Right. And Israel's like, well, God's... We're God's we're people. We're the chosen, yeah. yeah. You know, but even through the sin, though, I mean, Abraham still exhibited faith, and he's mentioned by name. You have in that list, I was kind of just kind of going through that um, Hall of Faith a little bit earlier, and you have you have Rahab in there, and she was, she was a prostitute, bro. Yeah. A Gentile prostitute, right? Was she... I believe so. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. But yeah, she may have been. Okay. And so, um, but interestingly enough, her her faith has um, given her a spot in in you know Hebrews 11. So it's interesting. You know, you uh, the race requires faith. Um, you know, and these these the cloud of witnesses that it's talking about. It's talking about these these people. They're it's almost like they're they're cheering us on, right? They've been they've been through that, and they were all they they had this faith that was pointing towards Jesus. They hadn't even obviously seen Jesus because this is the old Testament. Um, but the faith that they had was pointing toward, toward the Messiah. Um, so what an amazing faith because they, they never saw him either. You know, I, I have never seen Jesus personally. Um, but it requires me to have faith and that faith is required. Um, and so a uh, couple verses here, um, just talking about, um, you know, Self-control, discipline, uh, that kind of thing. First, First Corinthians nine twenty-five. It says, and I love it too because sorry, uh, because Paul he does a lot of uh, analogy with um, you know running and sports, you know. And so I, I really I resonate with Paul. First uh, Corinthians nine twenty-five. It says, every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do not receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. In other words, shadow boxing. First Corinthians nine twenty seven says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. And so these are, these are, these are things that the, uh, the race requires us to have these, these things, self-control. Um, but, but this all stems from, from work, right? I mean, you have to put the work in. It's not, um, it's, it's, you know, Ivan and I were talking to Joel about this, you know, it's not work for your salvation. Salvation is a gift from God, but we're, uh, his workmanship unto good works. So the work begins after you get saved, but it's work and it requires work art, um, building this faith and this commitment and this discipline to get this discipline to, um, exercise self-control, um, over your sin. It's, it's definitely not, um, it's not an easy feat. Christian walk is not easy. My uncle was a boxer. Uh, they called him Boxcar Mendez. And um, I was talking to him one day, and he said that he would train like six days a week, and then he went to seven days because he felt like if the other guy was um, doing six days, he, he wanted to be better than him. Yep. And he said the worst feeling um, in the ring is when he said you get tired, and you don't ever want to feel tired in the ring because you you know you're better than what you are. And that's what John Wooden says, right? Fatigue is the, the greatest thief of skill. 
and um, it requires that you put the work in. And what's cool about Israel, I should remember where we were at, because it's one of the first places we went, but it's by the sea, and they, this is the prison where they think Paul was, and right outside the prison was the track, and where they did horses, they did athletes running, and this is what Paul was seeing, and they feel like this is where he wrote the books, oh, okay. is as he looked and he watched the games of the day being played out, and he realized the commitment that came from, you know, these athletes, and, you know, in our era, right, Michael Jordan, to me, I think he's still the greatest, one of the greatest players to ever play Amen, the game of basketball. Amen. And uh, we think, oh, he just was a great player. But there's work that he did. Uh, you hear about the things that – how he trained. And he, he, I'm not a big Kobe Bryant fan. Um, but the things that he did, too, yeah. to become the athlete, yeah. to be good, to put the work in, to put the time in. And we always think, well, you know, a pastor is spiritual, but there's work that comes from – that and spiritual growth is the same way, right? There's work that comes with, with that aspect. You just don't show up and right. Um, you may know even even know the word, but you know applying it and living it and it become a living epistle within you yeah. is a whole different thing. And just as you talked about the people, you know, the hall of faith, and I look at this and it just it says of whom the world was not worthy. Um, for that to be mentioned in the Bible, that the world was not worthy of. God's people, God's chosen men here, yeah. the hall of faith, like, wow. Could you imagine if that was said of you, the world was not worthy of you? That's that's wow. That's, wow. that's a testimony. Yeah. And I've heard people, you know, I've heard a pastor, he talked about it, discouragement and how do we encourage ourselves. And he said, um, the Bible is full of failures because that's all there is, right? And failure is not a person. It's, it's an act, right? It's something that happens. It's not something that you are. But yeah. we're all failures. We've all failed yeah. in sin. We've all come short of the glory of God. And that's why that verse... It's special because it's we've all come short. There's no, I'm better than you, or I did better things. As God says, no, all your righteousness is filthy rags. Right? Right. We're all on the same level when it comes to that. Yeah, I think there's a quote. Uh, I'm not sure. Some I don't know if it was, was it Wayne Gretzky or Michael Gerardo, where they said uh, success is a big pile of failure. Really, that's all it is. And it's true, right? I mean, that we, we fail, we fail, we fail. And finally we learn, we figure it out, and then we, we experience success. Um, but yeah, so so running with endurance, um, you know, and, and again, you know, uh, talking about Hebrews, uh, Hebrews ten thirty six. For you have need of endurance, um, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. And I think uh, having endurance is is difficult. I know you just signed up for the uh, Pat Tillman. And I'm probably not going to sign up, bro. Sorry. I sent you the text just in case. Just in case. I appreciate the invite. I appreciate the invite. I, I, I just, it, it's not even a love hate relationship with running. It's a pure hate relationship with me, bro. <laughs> I just hate running, man. Um, I, I enjoy running on the basketball court. It's, it's short sprints here and there, you know. But just r- running for an extended period of time, just I, I'm not tempted. In it's any a way. miserable 4.2 miles. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it is a miserable time. I'm um, not smiling and rejoicing in my heart. Let me tell you. But that's the Christian. That's the Christian run, right? That's the race. That's the Christian race. It's it's a, it's a marathon. It's not a it's not a sprint. I wish I kind of wished it was a sprint, but it's not. It's you know, um, and and again, the Lord can take us at any given moment. I'm not I'm not promised tomorrow. I I might live to eighty, but I'm not promised that. Um, but in any case, it's still it still requires endurance um, because you're going to be faced right with adversity. This life throws. Uh, stuff at you and you know these you know you can be talking about the race maybe they're hurdles or obstacles or however you want to make an analogy for that um but it requires endurance because you can't you can't just run you know all crazy the first you know few years of your christian life and then 
you peter out, right? Um, you give up. I don't know. And, and you know, there's people that they talk about in the in the scriptures that they say that you know uh, they um, you know came away from Christ or whatever. They I don't think they were believers to begin with. I think they it, they talk about that in first. I think it's first John. They never were of us. They Correct. Were, they went out from us, but they yeah. never were of us. Um, and so I, it requires endurance, but you have to build that endurance. It's again, it's, it's going to the gym and, and working out every day constantly and consistently so that when adversity does come, that endurance pushes you through. Cause there's some days where it's hard, right? I mean, you, you have some kind of a, a trial or maybe like 2023 was just crazy, bro. Like <laughs> I don't want to redo 2023. I hope 2024 is better. Um, but there were times in 2023 where I'm just like, really like, man, I, I'm done. Like, can we, can we, you know, can we fast forward? Can we go, you know, but it's, it's a reality, right? But it's that endurance. It's that faith uh, that we have in the Lord, knowing that, the, that God has us. It's knowing that he's sovereign. It's knowing that he's working in all things together for good. Um, it's knowing those promises. And like you said earlier, you know, it's taking the scriptures, memorizing and meditating on them because that's what gets you through it. Otherwise, um, you, you know, we're going to be left with, without hope. And I mean, I look back to um, running, right? I, I mean, I don't necessarily, I, I, I like to run. I don't like it during the duration of it, but I like it when I'm done. And, you know, sometimes you feel really good and you can go for five, six miles, no problem. <clears throat> that doesn't happen a lot. But uh, <laughs> when it does happen, it's a kind of like a euphoric thing. And I think of when I, like the Tillman race, right? Before I do the Tillman, I've at least ran 4.2 miles, maybe five miles. And, you know, and try to do it in the heat of the day because it's in the morning. So it's really nice. And to, for it to be worse than the race itself. And during the race, when those times when I can't emulate the mountain that I have to run. And when I get up on that mountain, it's, it's brutal. And I think back to the hard days of when I trained. And I think like, okay, I've already been to that bad spot in my mind. Just, you know, this, just keep pushing and this will pass. And I think that's what, that's what happens when we get through trials of life and we find God faithful in those dark moments. And when things get to that point again, we all, I I think it should be a muscle memory for us to say, okay, God sustained me through that time. I know this is dark. This is, I don't like it. It's, it's miserable, but I know he's there with me. Mm. Um, His promises have always been true in my life. And it's a muscle memory and reminder for us to say that our God will never leave us or forsake us. Amen. And that's part of what endurance is, right? It's it's enduring those times because you've already gone through something similar and sometimes things are worse than before they get better. But God is faithful to be with you know, as he promised, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. And I think it's important to you know note that um, as a believer, it's important for us to... Um, to be encouraging to others because there's somebody might be in that, in that boat, you know, where they're just discouraged and they're just, and they need that encouragement. They need that reminder because we, we easily forget, you know, we forget. Uh, it's like, uh, I think of, um, was it, uh, was it Elijah? Elijah that, uh, you know, the 400 prophets of Baal, you know, uh, Jezebel was after him. Jezebel was after him, chased him and he ran away and he's like, okay, I want to die. Like kill, kill me now. And God's like, no, I, there's still like 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to Baal. And, and I think we need those reminders sometimes. Send him a bird to feed him. He said, raven. raven yeah. yeah. Of all birds, a raven. Yeah. yeah. Why not an eagle? Yeah. Raven. Better than a pigeon, I guess. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> we were just talking to Pastor George and I were just talking about that. We were at In N Out today and we're like, dude, these these pigeons eat better than we I mean, they're eating in and out every day, bro. I'm like, you know what? I might cook one of these bad boys up. You can have a double double. Oh, my tastes amazing. Like, oh, that's great. That's the best present I've ever had. It's amazing. But uh but yeah, we definitely we definitely need the encouragement. Um and I think we need to be encouraging others too, because I think uh, people are going through stuff. Um I know in our church, I'm sure there's there's people that are hurting. I, I know people show up on Sunday with that smile and um but when you get when you get beneath that, I think there's people dealing with lots of stuff, man. There's a lot of trials going on. And sometimes you we even get stuck in our own trial, right? We think we're the only ones, you know, that's going through something. And you could be encouraging to somebody, even in the midst of your own trial. Um, so I think we need to be encouraging to others um, in, in that respect as well. And so uh, I think we're going to take our, our final break here and we'll be right back. Hello, I'm Pastor Kevin Shaw. Are you or someone you know dealing with the agony of an addiction? You can't change what you do until you let God change who you are. Freedom at Last is a discipleship ministry of Northwest Valley Baptist Church in Glendale, Arizona that applies the life-transforming principles of the gospel and Christian growth to the problems of life-dominating sins and addiction. All of this happens in an atmosphere of love and accountability. Please join us. For more information, please visit us online at GetVictoryToday.com. That's GetVictoryToday.com. And we're back. All right. And Ben, I just have some closing verses here as we close out this podcast here. And um, I wrote a devotional last, actually last Wednesday, um, entitled it Be Unrecognizable. And uh, Ephesians 4, 22 to 24 says that you put off concerning the former conversation, conduct, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, mm. and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. And as we maybe physically, and I posted a picture there, like I was, I started the gym, um, and I'm pretty, pretty big. I think I'm like 245 right there. And I got down to maybe 180, 180 185, 186, something like that. Um, and there was a transformation. Like people were like, wow, you look totally different. Um, and spiritually through freedom that lasts, you know, my mother-in-law, I'm not trying to, you know, let another man praise thee. Um, but she's told me like, you know, this is, you know, God's word and this, you know, freedom that lasts has really helped you change where you're a different person where I meet friends and they're like scared to offend me, you know? And I'm just like, you know, I hope that's not, it's not, I don't want to be that person anymore. Right. Yeah, I want to be put right. on the new man right? Um, where God's done a work in our life. And I would say as you meet people in your life that you haven't seen in a while, that you would be spiritually unrecognizable, mm. that they would notice something different in you as you go in the workplace, as you go into Costco and things don't go like it should, that you're unrecognizable in how you react and how mm. you treat people and how you, and we are a uh, ambassador of Jesus Christ, right? We represent mm. him everywhere we go, even um, the people that, you know, tell you off. And I had a, a, um, a member um, that I talked to maybe right before I went on vacation last week and she had put in the file, like the, the manager was rude to me. And one of my adjusters laughed at that. And he's like, I sit right by you, and I've never ever heard you be rude to a member on the on the line, you know. And I said, "Well, I think sometimes you say things that they don't want to hear, and so they take it that way." And oh, I was, yeah. I'm, that's not my goal to try. But to me, it's like cool. That's cool that I haven't lost my cool in front of him, you know. Not that I haven't lost it, but he hasn't seen it. Yeah. So, and I think that's you know we should be unrecognizable to this world and people that we haven't seen in a while. It's like, man, you know, what's changed in your life that they would want something. From us and I, like I told you, went to you know cousin's party and they said you know hey if something goes wrong, Salsa can pray for us. Kind of laughing and 
um, you know, being critical about it. But at the end of the day, I mean, I hope they feel like if things that they can come to me for that, you know, because yeah. I because I know the source of all power, all right. strength, all wisdom that I we have a direct connection to our heavenly Father in that way. Amen. Amen to that. It's hard, bro. I mean, you know, we think back to. Uh, uh, the poppy's days, bro, with Kevin, bro. <laughs> uh, Sanctification uh, test, bro. I think he was an angel that God put in our lives to test us. And I we failed. I don't know if I passed. <laughs> Woo. That was difficult, We might bro. meet him in glory. That was difficult, bro. I don't think they noticed the difference that day, brother. Like, <laughs> this jerk's just like every other jerk that walks through that door. <laughs> Maybe um, we were nicer jerks. I don't know. So as I as we close up, I just I, I just want to encourage you guys, the listener, um, uh, we talked about Hebrews 12.1. I'm going to take you over to Hebrews 12.2 now. Um, this is kind of how we get there. Okay. So how do we run the race with endurance and how do we, you know, lay aside our weight and how do we, how do we look different? And this is how we do it. Hebrews 12.2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of God. And he endured the cross, right? It's like you said, he, he went to that cross and when, before he did, he was, he was praying to the father that that cup would pass and he was sweating as dro- drops of blood. And he was um, not looking forward to being separated by the father and taking on our sin. It wasn't his sin because he was sinless um, and he was despising the shame. And, but now he's sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. This is the prize, right? And so uh, <clears throat> we should first John two, six says, whoever says he abides in him ought to walk the same way in which he walked. First Peter two twenty one says, "For for to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow in His steps." Matthew ten thirty eight says, "And whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me." First uh, Timothy four seven through eight, have nothing to do with irreverent silliness; rather, train yourself for godliness. For Amen. for a while, bodily training is of some value. Godliness is of the value in every way as it holds the promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So in other words, it's good. It's good to go to the gym, bro. And, and, and get your, get your run on, get your weight training on. But it says right here, it's where it's at is godliness. It's Amen. that's, that's the value that we should be holding or be looking to, to toward. And so in wrapping up, it's, it's, it's the, the prize that we're talking about. First Corinthians nine twenty four says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize. So run that you may obtain it. And Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And that Jesus is, our, is the prize. I mean, and, and, and just like you said earlier, you know, when we, when we meet Jesus face to face, I'm hoping he's pleased with what I've done. I, I don't want to have to face him and, and account for so many stupid things that I've done, even though I've, I've done a lot of stupid things even after I became a Christian. And there's a lot of sin there. Um, I, I pray that it, it becomes less in my life. It becomes, you know, uh, uh, more of a, um, uh, a, a thing that I don't do. And that way, when I do come face to face with the Lord, that he can say, good, well done, good and faithful servant Amen. and enter into the, into to the gates. Amen. Um, and so, uh, thank you guys for, for listening. And if, I just want to encourage you guys to go ahead and visit us at abundantlife.fm. And uh, we will see you. We have another show planned already. We already have the topic and we got to work on it. So we hope to have that uh, next couple of weeks here. Yeah, we're we're kind of getting on the schedule here. So (laughs) anyway, guys, thanks again for listening. Thank you for listening. We love you guys. Until next time. See ya. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time, may God bless you.